if you want this, darling, well, you're simply gonna have to buy it. And believe what I say. Now, how would you like to find this? Hey, hey, we're back with more Live from the Heartland on WLUW.org worldwide. And that was If I Can't Sell It by Lynn Jordan. And Lynn Jordan will also be at the Live from the Heartland Benefit next Sunday, the 11th, from 3 to 7 at the former Red Line Tap, now being called the Heartland Bar. So, with all that said, I want to welcome uh, someone who, I don't know if I've seen him recently, but we did go to a Cubs game together, and uh, he's one of my favorite politicians, Larry Sufferton, who was the Cook County Commissioner. Good morning to you, Larry. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Katie. Hi, Larry. Nice to see you. <laughs> Glad to be here. You know, Michael, when he says that, I, I remember him Which getting... Which part? The, one of my favorite politicians. I remember <laughs> someone telling him, uh, elected official, Michael. Yeah, that's right. Elected Wayne, official. It would have been Wayne. Wayne Fraser, always correcting me. Yeah, oh, well, okay. Elected official. Well, you know, no matter what I say, I'm a politician. You are, <laughs> and so is Sharon you Fairley, look- who was just on the show. Right. Even well, though once you run, she's new at uh, it. Yeah. That's right. And how's your race going this year? Well, I, I have two opponents. Yeah. Uh, they're both to the right of me, which is kind of interesting. One's 20 years old, and one's 30 years old. Uh, they're mad at me for passing a minimum wage bill. They're mad at me for passing sick leave. They're mad at me for supporting a tax on sweetened beverages. Uh, but, you know, I, I mean, I feel comfortable uh, that my record will survive, and I look forward to new ideas that they, they may present. Uh, so I did meet the 20-year-old, um, and I, I listened to her talk on one of the first Mondays a, a couple months ago, and I basically all I could say to her was, I'd like to know where you're going to be in 10 years. Well, she, she's uh, really uh, quite a firecracker. Yeah, no, they're they're both very bright people, and and uh, uh, but I, you know, I think the campaign is is going well. You know, I I'm in stealth government. Nobody knows what the county does. Nobody even realizes I'm a forest preserve commissioner as well as a county commissioner. Uh, and so the services we provide are the services of running a court system, running a jail, running a hospital, running the forest preserves, and and. People don't think of those because we're we're not what you call when you need your uh, snow plowed on your street, when you need your garbage picked up, right. when you need a street light fixed. So uh, it, it's a different kind of government, and so we'll see how it all goes. And these other there's so many high profile races going on around us. Yeah, I want you to know that we I totally defended uh, the soda tax and was proud of you for yeah, passing me too. your loan ballot. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm, it does have some issues, but it. Well, I mean, the, it was rolled out possibly incorrectly for the, the storekeepers, um, but storekeepers also, as we know, can be recalcitrant on reading the fine print. But, you know, in terms of people getting taxed for non-sugary beverages and that stuff. Mm. Other than that, you know, we're suffering from the results now, I reckon. Well, you know, our last budget, uh, we laid off 321 people. Now, there's stories in the paper yesterday that Sears was laying off 220 people. That's the largest layoffs other than the county. Yeah. Earlier, uh, there was uh, 60 people laid off by one company, 65 by another. These are 321 people who had families. These are 321 people who did nothing wrong, provided service, did exactly what they were told. They were not feather betters. And, and we had to lay them off, mainly because we couldn't put together our revenue and our tax policy to figure out how to run the government. And 
you know, the the tax I thought was a reasonable tax. Uh, I'm not going to, I mean, it's over now, but, right. but I thought it was reasonable at the time because it wasn't a general sales tax. It wasn't a general property tax. It was a limited products that it's you could decide to buy tax. or not buy. Yeah, you know, exactly. they, they, they did 18 mailings, the soda pop people against me. Oh, I know. And every time they did a mailing, I got more phone calls from people telling me, thanks for supporting the tax. So I live in a in a bubble, and I understand our our bubble being forty nine and we fifty, like our and, 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 and yeah, and, and the North Shore. Mm-hmm. Larry, do you see any contradiction in you being a lobbyist, which I believe you were or may still be, and also being on the uh, a county commissioner and being on the Forest Preserve Board? Well, I first of all, I'm I'm a lawyer who, in certain of my legal practice. I'm required to register as a lobbyist either at the city of Chicago or at the state of Illinois. Uh, I'm very careful what matters I take up. I've had nothing that has been in conflict with the county. Uh, the, the county commissioner's position is intended to be a part-time position. It was never intended to be a full-time position. Yep. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I, I don't see any conflict. In fact, I think my legal abilities have caused me to be more involved in drafting ordinances than any other commissioner. Uh, and I help people understand where we're going, especially on our litigation. You know, we have a lot of people who sue us for actions by the sheriff's office or actions at the hospital. And there's millions and millions of dollars involved. And I think my legal skills help us there. Good. You know, I, I've always appreciated Tony Preckwinkle's kind of adherence to uh, developing a budget that actually works. Um, I, I could be wrong about this, but until now, I feel like in her tenure, the county hasn't added greatly to the deficit that we oh, face. No, I, I think we've actually reduced it. We've, we've reduced the amount of money that we're paying on, on bonds. Um, we, we reduced by $400 million what we gave as a subsidy to the hospital. I mean, our budgeting has been good. And one of the objections I had when the my fellow commissioners who had voted with, with me on the sweet and beverage tax changed their mind is we did that away from the budget process. The budget process is is a very good give and take. Mm-hmm. and But when you repeal a revenue source independent of the budget, oh, that's so why we end up with 321 people losing their jobs. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, so, so why is the public so down on public workers, teachers, unemployment check writers, home care workers, et cetera? Because they don't have a lot of confidence in the economy and they don't have a lot of confidence that they'll have their jobs. And, and the most important thing is they have no confidence that their children and grandchildren are going to do better than they have. They look at this whole educational system. They look at what's going on around them and they realize the 99% versus the 1% is, is, is real and that the majority of our people are in the 99%. And so they look at these governmental jobs as gold standard jobs, and they, they begin to resent that people have a pension. Right. That's they right. They begin to, to resent that they have other benefits and get paid a living wage, which right. used to be the standard, you know, a living saving everyone. wage. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, I, I mean, I think that that's, that's part of the problem. Yeah, I think uh, you're right about and, that. And when you watch what's going on with this new tax bill, this federal tax bill is aimed at six states. Oh, We're one of the six states. I know that ten thousand dollar cap on on state and federal, uh, state and local uh, tax deduction is is aimed to really hurt Illinois, and it's going to hurt our schools, because even in the wealthy districts like New Trier, where they've passed referendums. People are not going to vote for those referendums to pay for more schooling because it involves property tax increases. Knowing now it's not deductible. Before, they said, "Oh, I don't, you know, I don't care if better school helps 
my, my neighborhood, my kids, but I can deduct it. Now, without that, I, I don't know what we're going to do. We've got to really restructure all of our taxes, I think, here in Illinois. Do you think if the Democrats do come to power in the House, uh, in the federal level, there will be a rollback of any of these taxes? You know, what, what, one, of the problem, years? one of the problems is once you've imposed the tax, uh, and what they, the Republicans really did here is they lowered the taxes. Yeah. It takes a lot more effort to raise taxes. So I think we're going to see this as a struggle for the next 20 years oh, uh, to deal with the effects of this tax bill, yeah. uh, even if we get control. And everybody's going to be afraid. You know, it, 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 that's the, 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 the number of elected officials who are timid is, is really disappointing to me. Because, Boy, I'll say, yeah. devout cowards. Well, yeah, certainly well, among other Republicans, but among the Democrats, too. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> you know, we're very lucky. Again, we live in a bubble. We've got Jan Schakowsky in Congress, who is, you know, an outspoken leader. We, we've got uh, Kelly, Kelly Cassidy, Cassidy, you know, who's just Hallelujah. one of the most remarkable uh, uh, people, uh, state reps. And on the financial things, the budgetary things, Heather Staines has really been a leader in ensuring that pieces of the puzzle are, are, are funded that need to be funded for, right. for the people who are in the 99%. Right. Speaking of the 99%, I have this bumper sticker that's been on my car for a couple of years saying, um, if the 99% voted, the 1% wouldn't matter. Well, I think that to a certain degree that's, that's true. But what, what happens is Turn the 99% are turned off and don't see that they really can make a difference. And the 1% understands they have to keep control. Right. And, 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 you know, I'm I, I, for Daniel Biss, uh, you know, who's another one of the great leaders. And, and I've been saying that uh, ideas trump money. I think that Daniel would be a governor with ideas. He would be a governor who would try to change things mm-hmm. in, for the positive. I, I see the status quo with the other candidates for governor. Mm-hmm. I hear you. So, it, Will, do you think, will we have the uh, wherewithal across the state to unite behind whomsoever wins March 20th for governor, for state's attorney, so that we get those those places well, back? Well, attorney general. We got attorney a state's general. attorney. I'm for, sorry. Yeah, I certainly hope that we will because we can't continue to just be running in place, which is what Rauner has, has done for us. Right. We, we, we've got to make some changes. So whoever wins, there's got to be um, uh, changes. I hope we can, can keep, keep our majorities in the House and the Senate and that they then understand that they're empowered to make change that will improve the quality of life. So uh, you mentioned a, a bunch of our local uh, political officials, and, and, and I'll mention another one, Robin Gable. Uh, uh, yeah, Robin, my also, office mate, who's exactly. mar- marvelous. And um, But Mr. Silverstein just uh, got on the ballot last night. Yeah, I by guess. two votes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, an, it's, a, yeah, it's an unfortunate situation. Yeah. Um, the, the, He's the, got the, some. Uh, He's got some. Does he have someone running against him? Oh, yeah. He has three people. Yeah. And and uh, th- there are uh, two of the three are really putting forth uh, full campaigns. The third one is kind of running, I think, a campaign where he, he he's looking for votes in a particular part of that district and hoping that by there being four candidates, he can deliver the votes that he needs to to win. I mean, everybody's got a different strategy. I I don't know if Ira survives this, uh-huh. uh, but it, it's sad to see anybody kind of implode publicly as we've seen here. Mm -hmm. And the situation, 
I, I know he feels exonerated by the um, uh, Inspector the General's re- report to the Ethics Committee, but it, it basically found that it wasn't sexual harassment because there wasn't an employer-employee relationship, right. but the conduct was bad. And this unbecoming a legislator, while it has no penalty, it's still it's not a, a being found not guilty. Right. That's right. Uh, but I, you know, we'll see how that race goes now that he's back on the ballot. I presume that the people who have gone this far challenging him will now take it to court and see if they can get him down. I mean, this was an amazing week. He was down fourteen, then then he was up two, then he was down one. four, then he was up one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, now he ends up win, being on the ballot by two. Yeah, quite a process that whole petition. Suspect. Thing. Yeah. Just a bit. Um, <laughs> just finally, uh, bringing it closer to home, the municipal elections coming up. Do you think Rom has any serious competition? And what about our local guy, uh, the alderman of the 49th Ward, who already does have competition? Well, I see. I, I, it's even started. I, I, at this point, I don't know who's running against Rom. I think Chewy will leave the county board, and he will be a member of Congress. And by the way, I think like my former colleague Chewy Mike. Chewy Okay, That's like right. my, my my former, they're talking about the Forest Preserve yeah, calendar, sorry. which Forest I gave them. Calendar, right? Y'all should go and get your uh, 2018 Larry brought them and Chewy brought them last week. Yeah, well, it, it, they're, they're beautiful pictures of the Forest Preserve. No matter how much snow we get tonight or tomorrow, right. when you look at that, it'll make you feel good about the spring. <laughs> but but I, I think with Chewy going to Congress, and I think he, like my former colleague Mike Quigley, is going to thrive in Congress. Right. I think that it's the right platform for his talents. Uh, so I don't know who the, the opponent it is to Rom, and, and that's what we're going to have to watch in the next year right. to see who evolves. Because with Chewy taking himself out of the mix, and with the people who supported Chewy being very involved in his congressional race, uh, there's no time to see who they're going to evolve. I think each of the aldermen is going to have challenges uh, up our way. I represent 49 and 50. Mm-hmm. I think Deborah Silverstein will unfortunately have fallout from what's happened to her husband. And and so she'll be running a race uh, for her seat, and I think Joe clearly will be running a race. And I think the issues that people are going to have to deal with is how much service did they give us? Did did they get the streets paved? Did they get the garbage picked up? Are the are, are the schools better? And th- those will be questions that uh, they're going to have to answer. And I you know I you know in the forty ninth ward question, we go a little further. Yeah, what it's going to be like uh, how close they are, or how much they're sitting on the mayor's lap. <laughs> well, well, that's one way of putting it. Yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I, you know, I, I believe in resurrection theology and the fact that Network 49 <laughs> was dormant and then all of a sudden, like a phoenix. Here we are. Here we back. are. Yeah. Well, so so it's to, a, an interesting time. Had to find a home, a new right, home in right. Rogers Park. And we did endure. Uh, in our in voting session, we did endorse you. Well, I appreciate that very much. Strong I mean, I, I, I like uh both the uh, both groups in the 49th ward uh, because <laughs> i like i like uh, well i like the 49th ward you know well it's a wonderful yeah we ward. we do too well listen dear thanks a lot for getting up early and coming out i'm, I'm always happy to to be on with you guys and i'm i'm glad that you're continuing to do this show because it's important to have a, an outlet for people to be able to talk about the issues that are important. And for people who want to look and find Larry in our earlier shows, you can go through our archives at be youtube.com slash heartlandmedia. 